0: and we were talking about Easter. If you got young kids, yesterday was a big day for the whole Easter Bunny and Candy thing. I mean, it's it's a big one. Mm. It's one of your big ones. It's a, it's not as big as Christmas, but it's it's up there. Um, terms, of, At least in terms of anticipation, it would seem. And joy. All revolving around eating crap. What is it about the crap eating? Huh? I think we've elevated crap
1: eating too much in this country. Well, think? Look,
0: at, look at us. <laughs> and now look around. A theory.
1: <laughs> and now look around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on a more serious note, coming up, a uh, legal expert on uh, use of force and the police and that sort of thing to talk about the Stefan Clark shooting in Sacramento. Autopsy so, out, out on Friday.
0: Are, uh, yeah, I, Shot in the back. That whole story. What's going on there? We'll get to all that. Um, I see Cosby's in on trial again today. Starting a new trial. Mm -hmm. Another one of the women that he drugged and raped, allegedly he did it. Um, It's on trial again, but this time in the hashtag
1: MeToo era. So will the jury have a different tood? Well, was it a hung jury last time? I don't remember. I think so. I think this is a retrial. Eh, They're going after him again. Yeah. Maybe they'll bring the old rapist down. Who knows? God, I hope so. So a couple of things on your... um, Horrifying,
0: horrifying shootings. I don't remember if we did this story or not. So Omar Mateen, he's the guy that I'd forgotten he killed 49 people Yeah, in that uh, nightclub in Florida. Yeah. Jeez. That's a lot of people. Oh, Horrendous. Um, anyway, he was planning on doing Disney World. He'd scouted Disney World, had the full plan in effect, they now know, and uh, just decided, you know, there's too many cops there. I don't think I could do it.
1: Wow, his wife just got acquitted Friday, right? Turns out his dad was an FBI informant of some kind. Just crazy.
0: Yeah. So, you know, when a crazy, angry, violent, whichever it is, person decides uh, what day and where to choose, it's there's just there's a lot goes into it. Apparently, the randomness of life there. Ugh. Um, And then so Nicholas Cruz, who showed up to his school and shot a whole bunch of his classmates because he's either angry, crazy
1: or whatever he is. And like some of these people, he immediately regretted it. And it's just a nightmare.
0: He's still alive. Do you remember um, the uh, story? His brother wanted to start a fan club. We're all trying to figure out what's going on with the brother. The brother is nuts. Are they both nuts? Yes. Are they actually uh, biologically brothers? Or were they just both adopted?
1: I'm thinking they're actually physically re- blood relations. but And they're both crazy? I think they were both adopted, yeah, as siblings. But I could be wrong. So the
0: shooter's brother wanted to start a, a fan club, and then he got caught at the hanging out at the school, and they're wondering what's going on there. But anyway, uh, someone else beat him to the whole fan club thing. And just nobody needed to be encouraged. Stacks of fan mail, including love letters. And suggestive photographs have been pouring into the Broward County Jail, reports the South Florida Sun Sentinel, which obtained copies of some of the notes. What the hell? Yeah. How, describe what is going on with this brand of
1: crazy. You know, maybe we could get uh, Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos to data mine the sort of people who would send a fan letter to a to a lunatic murderer. Of all. Get them on the list. Of
0: all the people you could choose. Yeah. In one love letter sent from Texas, the writer identifies herself as an 18-year-old high school senior before sharing her breast size. "Your eyes are beautiful, and the freckles on your face make you so handsome," she writes.
1: Don't let her vote. Certainly not for a two to five-year period. She I'll let the courts rule.
0: Practically ought to be institutionalized, shouldn't she? Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't don't you want to meet her and interview her and. Find out what her life has been like and what her parents are like and all kinds of stuff. I mean,
1: that is she's as interesting as he is. Is that stupidity or or being morally bankrupt? I mean, if I see like a really hot looking woman, really attractive, maybe it's a shot of her at the beach or something. Then turns out she killed her entire family or something like that. Suddenly no longer interesting. Well, right. You're no longer attracted to her because it's horrifying. So what is that? Lack of connection for people.
0: A letter sent by a woman in Chicago was accompanied by nine photos. One showed cleavage. Another showed a bikini-clad woman eating a popsicle. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. A popsicle looks kind of like a... Wait a minute.
1: <laughs> it's also a delicious treat in the hot summertime.
0: Had one yesterday. First one of the year. Really? I didn't have one. The kids had one. Huh? After uh, I make them ride it's their April bike. April
1: is a little early for popsicle. It was hot. It oh, was hot man. at our house. Yeah,
0: and uh, they won uh, one, so I had them ride from the, the gate to the barn and back four times before they got their popsicle. mm And uh, they were all sweaty at that point. Other letters include words of encouragement, offers of friendship, or money to be added to Cruz's account, which is now around $800. Which is stranger, sending a letter to him saying, you're so cute, and here's my breast, or sending him money so he can... Here's 20 bucks
1: for the prison commissary, because I know you must be hungry. What is that?
0: I don't know. I've never seen this many letters to a defendant said the Broward County's public defender. Uh, he's still on suicide watch. He he has not received any of the mail. If you're listening right now and thinking, I'm going to send him a love letter. He's so cute. The freckles on his nose and whatnot. He doesn't actually get the mail right now. How
1: come? Because um, he's on suicide watch. Do you not get mail on suicide watch? Well, wait a minute. I says I get, you know, you're deprived of your freedom. I get that, you know, if you're a prisoner. We Obviously, he can talk to his attorney. The uh, public defender
0: says, we have not and will not read him the fan letters or share the photos of scantily clad teenage
1: girls. Hmm. It's interesting, just from a constitutional perspective. He's an adult. Well, right, exactly.
0: I'm not, <laughs> uh, I haven't been, you know, I'm accused of something, but I haven't been convicted of anything. You're right. denying
1: me correspondence? No. His he's hired the attorneys, or they're appointed for him. I suppose I could hire somebody and say, "Keep fan mail away from me." I would do I'm that. I'm start. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to believe my own press press clippings. It's unhealthy, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure. How does that work? If you're a a, a lawman or a, a prison guard or well, something, yeah. what's what's the doctrine? What's it's the law? It's there?
0: his lawyer. It sounds like his lawyer just decided to do this. Right. All right. Um,
1: mm-hmm. mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com or better yet just text us 415-295-KFTC
0: we have read a few of the religious letters to him that extended wishes for his soul and to come to God so his public defender is going through the mail and saying nah you don't get the letter from the 18 year old hottie who wants to get with you for some reason mm-hmm. but I'll read this one to you from the person who wants to no. turn you on to God
1: okay so if somebody you know wrote uh, let's talk about a different defendant here Somebody writes a guy and says, "Listen, I know you're accused of that robbery. Um, I recognized you from uh, from uh, pickup basketball games, and I saw you. I can be your alibi. I mean, you you couldn't have the jailers forbidding right the guy to get correspondence."
0: He's in the jailhouse now. According to the Polk County Sheriff's Office, the 13-year-old boy who idolized and collected photos of Cruz admitted Saturday that he wants to be the next school shooter and kill okay. a lot of kids. Okay. So that kid has been arrested on suspicious, sp- suspicious no, suspicion of felony aggravated stalking. So you got that kind. So you got the people who who see this guy and want to be him. You got the women who want to get with him. Then you got the religious crowd that wants to save him. I get that one. That one make that one I understand. That's not that's not crazy at all. Sure,
1: uh, I could picture that with a, a hardened criminal or an adult. You got a confused young man who's obviously got severe issues. Yeah, I could see reaching out.
0: God dang it! Don't <laughs> raise a daughter who <laughs> sends a letter to this guy because she's lonely. Somehow try to avoid that.
1: Yeah, you don't get the. Tr- Pick crazy, unfortunately. Well, Um, but but is it crazy or is it morally bankrupt or or weak of mind or what? I mean, I get the women who like correspond with a prisoner and imagine that they're lovers because you get all of the emotional part of a relationship without having to actually have a relationship. Um and, and this I could see that I can imagine having that sort of weakness.
0: Is it as simple as he's famous? He's on TV, he's famous, I want to be the girlfriend of a famous guy. That's pathetic. It is pathetic.
1: Again, I don't want that girl, that woman jailed or slapped around or anything, but I don't want her to vote. I don't want her interviewed on the street for some news story. <laughs> this
0: woman thinks Trump's tax policy is a good idea.
1: Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah boy, that's odd.
0: No friggin' kidding.
1: My breasts are 34, C. And I think your eyes are really pretty.
0: Wow! Maybe you uh, know something about these people. What's going on there? 415-295-KFTC is the text line. Thought I was given a phone number? No weapon way. <laughs> We're not talking to you people on the phone.
1: We'll take texts at 415-295-KFTC. Again, those sort of soft heads. I don't want them rounded up or anything, but I do want them on a list.
0: So, uh, things went crazy again in Sacramento after the autopsy came out on Friday? The autopsy results?
1: Yeah, that was part of it. Okay.
0: Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: One of my twin sons says is, Daddy, he was shot 20 times for holding a cell phone. I mean, so for a nine-year-old to watch
1: that,
0: understand that, and pick it up, it it scared me. These people are killing us and getting paid leave and then being acquitted. So, you know, why do other cops fear killing us? Because no one's being held accountable. I actually caught that on the local news uh, on Saturday night. That's former Sacramento Kings basketball player Matt Barnes. Who said these people are killing us? and There's no accountability, which is a is a heck of a statement. <clears throat> that, that's a that's a heck of a thing to say. I mean, if if you believe that, then you ought to be rioting in the streets. You should be. Uh, you should be doing anything to stop that from happening. If you believe that's what's happening.
1: Wow, that's that's interesting. It's troubling. The L.A. Times. Uh, published a, a, an article over the weekend, I think it was, it doesn't matter, the last few days, in which they asked a bunch of different experts in uh, use force by police uh, to watch all the videotapes, the body cams, the uh, helicopter footage, etc., of the Stefan Clark shooting in uh, Sacramento, <clears throat> and render their opinions of it. It's a good read. We'll have a link for you at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, but one of the uh one of the people quoted in that article is Ed Obayashi, who has uh, a couple of different positions, including deputy sheriff legal advisor for Plumas County in California, reps, other law enforcement agencies in California. He has uh, testified in court on a number of occasions, officer involved shootings. And Ed joins us now. How are you, sir? Welcome. Good morning. So uh have you had a chance to review all the videos, all the uh, publicly uh, available information on the Stefan Clark shooting?
2: Uh, Yes, as uh, shown on the media,
1: yes. Right, okay. Yeah, and as far as I know, that's all there is. No, the police chief
0: told us there's more, remember, when I asked him.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. So, uh, at any rate, uh, what have you decided, what do you think are the key questions um, as you watch the, the video and try to assess whether it's justified or not?
2: Well, it's going to boil down fundamentally to one question, whether or not the officers reasonably believed that their lives uh, were in danger at the moment uh, the shooting took place. And that's going to be uh, determined by a number of circumstances, not just what transpired at the moment of shooting, but all the events that led up to the shooting. The radio call itself, um, pursuing the individual, what they were hearing over the radio, their knowledge of uh, uh, felony crimes uh, being um committed by this individual uh the threat to the public uh uh, as a result of these felonies um it'll go on and on
0: Uh, all these shootings that have, have, have made so much um gotten so much attention in the last couple of years you've always got the spectrum of everything from and uh you know people believe a lot of different things but everything from you got a cop who wants to shoot people of a certain color and looks for the opportunity to do it all the way to i thought the guy had a gun and my life was in danger so i shot him and then maybe somewhere in between of i you know i made a mistake i'm not perfect um how in the heck do you figure out which of those many possibilities and shades of it you know you're dealing with in an individual case
2: well let me know no, this will sound somewhat uh Coming from a law enforcement operator, but I've been doing this job for 25 years. Um, I've consulted with uh, numerous departments. I'm familiar with uh, departments across California and uh, the uh, United States. And, you know, despite what has been portrayed or may have been uh, um, uh, highlighted, uh, you know, decades ago regarding uh, racial tensions and how. uh, on the far end of the spectrum where officers are purposely sure. looking to uh, shoot uh, individuals of color. I have never uh, in my career run across, across that, uh, thankfully. Um, uh, we're we're a much more transparent uh, and, I believe, much more professional and caring um, uh, law enforcement um, profession than has been portrayed in the past. What
1: would you do if you ran into a cop who had that sort of attitude?
2: that officer would be uh, uh, brought up for uh, investigation, and more than likely in discipline. That's that's one. There are several, uh, I don't want to say several, but there are a number of evils uh, that uh, we as a profession are just not going to tolerate, and that's one of them. That's basically an automatic.
0: Right. So you say you, you've never come across a policeman like this, the extreme example I gave, and roughly how many of these investigations have you looked at, do you think?
2: Um, taking just uh, you know asking to consult, sure. Look at oh, we're talking. I can't even imagine. We're talking about hundreds. Okay. okay. So
0: in in hundreds of cases, you've never come across where you think that's the situation yet. You've got, for instance, this former NBA player who says they're shooting us down, they're killing us, and there are no. There's no accountability. I mean, there are people in the streets who believe that that is not only happen in this case, but happens regularly.
2: And and I get that. And there's. Uh, you know, you're going to have, um, I understand, the senti- sentiment. Uh, and that's really primarily a result, in my opinion, uh, having studied this, uh, if you want to call it a phenomenon. Uh, really it is, and for good or bad, it's because of social media. And, you know, that's the, that's the uh, world we live in. Uh, to keep in mind, when I started, there was no such thing as, as social media. There was no such thing as, as cell phones. Hmm. And so the... The instantaneous reaction to a video such as uh, the Stephon Clark videos—that's uh, going to have an immediate emotional impact upon uh, those who may be just predisposed to um, uh, this uh, opinion. Keep in mind, it's just not Stefan Clark's video, but as you mentioned, uh, you know, you've had all these videos, uh, you know, that have been, um, uh, you know, just. Uh, have gone viral, uh, you know, everywhere over the past several years, and that tends to ignite passions. And I right. get it, but it also serves as a uh, valuable evidentiary um, uh, tool for uh, police, the experts, to analyze to see what really happened. Okay. And that is not going to be an instantaneous reaction. That takes time, expertise, and a deliberate process.
1: Which all right, I I listen, know, Ed. I'm yeah. sorry to I'm sorry to jump sure. in, but we we barely have a minute left, and I want to since you're an expert in this, I want to ask some specifics about it. Sure. Number one, from watching the videos, do you believe the cops legitimately thought uh, the man had a gun? Yes, I do. Okay, are
2: even you surprised you, by even though you can't see it specifically, right. it's what they perceived. That is the key issue.
1: Okay, and were you surprised by the autopsy result that sh- showed he was shot in the back several times?
2: Not at all. That's not uncommon uh, in these types of shootings.
1: People just kind of try to elude or turn or what have you. It's an instinctive response.
2: Yeah, well, not that. Consider it's dark at night. Uh, the officers are trying, trying to take cover, uh, protect their lives at the same time. Uh, you're not even talking. Uh, just trying to shoot a, a non-moving target under optimal conditions where your life isn't at danger and you're shaking, I mean, that's that's hard enough. But consider the circumstances here. Night. Everybody's moving. They're trying to take cover. You got a lot of noise going on. Helicopter, etc right. uh, A lot of uh, so uh, the bullets right. strike the body. There's a uh, Ed.
1: I'm sorry. A, I'm so, once again. I'm sorry to jump in, but we're up against a hard break. Ed O'Biashi is an expert on police involved shootings, uh, etc Ed, great to talk to you. Thanks a million. We
0: might have to talk to him again. What's coming up? In your news, Marshall. Trump Putin summit in the works. Cool. Coming up on the Armstrong and the Getty Show. Well, I'll just just give you a flavor of the texts we got after that interview. Who did we just talk to?
1: Ed Obayashi, expert in uh, police-involved shootings. And he's studied,
0: as he said, hundreds of these, trying to figure out what happened there. So, um, what do I go with first here? I'll just give you three different flavors. And then we got a ton of texts on this, so this is still a a hot topic for a variety of reasons. Ex-cop here. 30 years ago, we just, uh didn't pull our gun out as much as they do now. Our job was not to automatically kill a perceived threat. Okay? I've, I've heard that. I've, I've I've heard that and wondered that myself, too. If there's a changing in tactics or that something, or, or attitudes. Uh, Ed, expert and professional cop excuse maker. Cop apologies suck. They are the problem. He liked it better when there are no videos and actual police accountability. We got a whole bunch of that kind of thing. He's just, you know, he's, yeah. he's the spokeshole for the police side of things.
1: Sure, you get to say that. I uh, I don't that's not what he meant about his videotape stuff, but I all um, well, right. But he said that he pointed out the downside of the video being available. Well, there's definitely an upside.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm going to air toward any negatives that come along with having more information. Also, from the text line, this independent autopsy came out to ramp up outrage and couch doubt on the official autopsy. The media has been all too happy to repeat the shot six times in the back narrative. Right. No doubt about
1: that. Even the though m- it's utterly unsurprising in this sort of thing.
0: If the media gets the sense that the Fuhrer is dying down, they, they definitely want to play the role of stoking it back up.
1: Sure. Yeah, they sell way more commercials. They get higher numbers if there's a big controversy. Which is disturbing. Yep.
0: We're thinking we're going to have Ed on again and ask him some more questions. Because, man, that's that's a conversation going on all over the the, the country. When you have professional athletes coming out and saying, they're shooting us with no accountability. Like, that's just a, a known fact. And if, if if he represents the viewpoint of lots of people, man, that's, does. A, that's a problem for society. He absolutely does, and it absolutely is. Skip the news now with Marcia Phillips. Well, an aide to
3: Russian President Putin is now saying President Trump has invited the Russian leader to the White House, but the two countries haven't started any preparations for the visit yet. During that phone
1: call last month when Trump congratulated... What preparations? Get on uh, Airbnb or... VRBO or something like that. Get yourself a book, the flight, and get your ass over here. How about the? Well, uh, we'll have some uh, what a uh, Russian seed, caviar. We'll have some caviar and vodka for you. We'll run down to the store. We'll I have it in an hour. The, yeah.
0: there, there's been talks on both sides of uh, tensions between Russia and the United States being as bad as as as, as, as ever. Will you have Putin come to the White House when his people? Britain said over the weekend, "We believe Putin ordered that assassination right. attempt." In, uh, in on their soil with the with the poison gas or whatever it was. Um, you, do you have a guy who's who's tried to ki- kill people or has killed people around the world with poison gas? Him and all his people you invite to the United States. What do you you run him through some sort of uh, metal detector and uh, sniffing dogs
1: and everything? Absolutely. Strip him naked, body cavity search, the whole deal. Of course, Putin could kill you with his shrinker. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: I, I'm trying to picture that. No, I don't.
3: I well, shouldn't picture that.
1: I know it's, it's a nightmare.
3: During that phone call last week, <laughs> when when Trump congratulated Putin on winning the Russian presidential uh, election, uh, Trump specifically invited Putin to come to the White House during the call. So that's how that was. Uh, well, that's approached. exciting. It's I,
0: unconventional. I, yeah. I, I took in some of the talk shows over the weekend, and, yeah. I, and a lot of make people making the point. Look, um, why Trump hasn't said stronger things about Putin? I don't know. A negotiation tactic, you know, keep your friends close and enemies closer, that whole thing, Putin's got something on or whatever. But how about you look at the actions, and by any measure, he has been harder on Russia than the previous several presidents. Mm-hmm. By any measure. Doesn't fit the narrative. Shut up. According to the Iowa Supreme Court, hugs
3: can be regarded as sexual conduct. The court upheld a teacher's conviction a conviction rather when it found the hugs could be considered that if they occur as part of a larger pattern of sexual exploitation by a school employee. Now, Bradley Wicks, 36-year-old high school teacher, exchanged more than 600 pages of Facebook messages with the 17-year-old female. How many? 600 pages. Wow. With the female whom he repeatedly hugged both on and off the campus. The messages were flirtatious and sexual in nature. Wicks has been sentenced to five years in prison for and, hugging yes and the des moines register reports he is now going to have to register as a sex offender for the rest
0: of his life so it was the hugs with all the uh, the, the communication because i th- that's too bad for for huggers because there are plenty of people who hug and it is a non-sexual activity but i have known lots of guys mm-hmm who there, I'm a hugger, was them pervin on women. Mm. They just wanted to wrap their arms around various women. And the gals know it. And the girls oh, know yeah. it. They they know the Pervo hugger. They put and, out like a,
1: a ray, a, a magnetic field that women can feel. The Pervo field. Right. Yeah. Well, this one's headed straight for an appeals court, though. It's just, that's, that's, hmm. Yeah, the, it's a uh, little iffy.
3: Yeah. I was iffy. The court found that Wicks' behavior was premeditated, not innocent, and it was far beyond a teacher comforting a student. It's a tough one. I can understand
0: yeah. why it would be uh, difficult illegally, and Joe, Joe's probably right. It'll be appealed. But this guy, with all the, the texts and photos and everything, he was clearly hugging her to perv on her. Mm. I mean, clearly, without a doubt. It's the Armstrong doctrine. Costco's employees are calling the
3: company's product placement strategy brilliant. The company infuriates a lot of customers by constantly moving things around the store. A deliberate plan designed to encourage shoppers to wander around. <laughs>
0: That's that's the way. How many things have we all bought at a Costco that (laughs) we had no intention of? Wasn't on your list at all. Maybe half the cart is stuff you wandered by. Hey. Wait a minute. I could use one of those. Those pants are $22. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate goal is to
3: get members to view and buy products that they wouldn't otherwise see because they're looking for essentials that have been moved. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. Hey. yeah, that's a giant container of batteries for that price. Hey, you know, I go through a lot of 9-volt batteries. I'll need them eventually. Yeah.
3: Two hottest teams in the country meeting in tonight's NCAA Men's National Basketball Championship game. Michigan, after its first championship since 1989, and Villanova, playing for its second title in three years. TBS, 6:20 p.m. And at your news, I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the
1: Nation. I was rooting for the. Oh, sorry, Squawky. I was rooting for uh, the underdog, Loyola Chicago. So was everybody else in America. I don't. I hate Michigan. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I wouldn't know Villanova if they gave me an honorary degree. It's a Catholic school, don't You're, you know? Great. Well, what do I have against the Pope? Well, he doesn't think there's a hell, according to something that came out last week. So
0: After all the craziness, you got a one play and a three, which is not that crazy. Yeah. And, uh, there you go. Yeah. Eh. Nah. Yeah, I will forget it's on, but I'm a West Coaster. So the way it goes. Um, I could hit you with more texts on controversial conversation we had a few moments ago about sure. the shooting in Sacramento, or not. Don't need to
1: dwell on that. You know, why don't we? Because I want to talk about the uh, person hit by the sheriff's SUV that Marshall and the liberal media are making it such a big deal. of.
3: Have you even mentioned it, Marshall?
1: <laughs> yes,
3: I oh, did, you did a couple of yes. hours ago. Yes. Yeah,
1: completely phony. Set up job. I'm willing to pass judgment. Does anybody want me to pass judgment? I'm willing to.
0: We're wanting to talk to somebody who can nail down this illegal immigrant caravan that's headed toward the U.S.-Mexico oh, yeah. border. Mm. That's getting a lot of coverage in different circles. The Trump mentioned it the other day. So stay tuned.
1: El Caravan, as they say in Mexico.
0: A gay conservative claims he was kicked
1: out of a gay bar over politics. That wouldn't surprise me a bit. They say he was drunk and started a fight. That wouldn't surprise me a bit either. (laughs) Stay tuned to the
0: Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience
3: of the nation.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh my! oh, my gosh!
1: Oh, my gosh! Yeah, all right. Oh, my gosh. What a fake job. What was that sound there? Well, there were more uh, demonstrations in Sacramento over the weekend. Uh, people angry about the Stefan Clark shooting and. A bunch of people gathered around a couple of cop vehicles, started pounding on them, breaking windows, etc., and so they began to move, and uh, a poor woman who was just moving toward the curb because her arthritis were bother- was bothering her was hit by the cold-hearted and vicious law enforcement officer who didn't even stop to see if she was okay. This woman is a well-known social justice activist who's at city council, county board of supervisor meetings.
0: Oh, she um, can run over people who are politically active in Joe Getty's world.
1: Yeah, Exactly uh she's uh she's a c- critic of the cops et cetera et cetera she was there uh, demonstrating and a pounding, and and she got hit by again the brutes the brutes of law enforcement and ended up being perfectly fine
0: your your guess is are you willing to say this you're a newsman you're you're a fact based newsman yes but your guess is the voice of oh my gosh is the lawyer that was quoted the car was going so fast
3: yeah maybe here let's hear it again <laughs>
0: That's uh, pretty dramatic, uh, oh my God, oh my God, that's, that's pretty over the top, yeah I mean there are, there are those believe there are those that believe the, the entire thing was a setup. They get in front of a slow-moving car, then somebody somebody has their cell phone out and then starts screaming, "Oh my God, oh my God," as they go to the ground, but uh, that's, that's quite a reaction to a hardly moving vehicle bumping into someone.
1: She was a vocal supporter of one Sean Thompson, a local activist who slammed a pie into the face of former mayor Kevin Johnson of Sacramento. High-profile incident. Okay, so okay,
0: people fine. who uh, who have civil disobedience get to get run over in Joe Getty's world. Yeah, um, she's fine. So, so, well, just, okay, these are two completely separate issues, right? I mean, you could have somebody completely phony up, A, getting bumped by a car mm-hmm. and yank, screaming, oh my God, right. on purpose on a cell phone, Could could be what I just described, completely separate from the rightful or wrongful shooting of some
1: of course and they if don't you, go together if you missed it 40 minutes ago half an hour ago whenever it was we talked to ed obayashi who's a uh, an expert on police involved shootings A couple of uh, questions from watching the videos do you believe the cops legitimately thought uh the man had a gun
2: yes i do though you can't see it specifically right. it's what they perceived that is the key issue
1: Were you surprised by the autopsy result
2: that showed he was shot in the back several times? Not at all. That's not uncommon uh, in these types of shootings.
0: We get this text from somebody who apparently lives in the community. I don't perceive police officers as actively hunting me, but I have great confidence that if I were unnecessarily shot or killed by police officers and it became a national story, there would be an active effort to comb through my personal history and criminal record to justify the shooting. I'm almost confident. I'm also confident that the officer would most likely get off. And then this, which I thought was interesting, this is true. If uh, if by you guys' own admission, about a quarter of these guys shouldn't be in the job, then whether or not they feared for their safety becomes a matter of judgment of someone who might have been unfit to be a police officer. I wonder about that, too.
1: Well, that's why they have
0: an investigation.
1: Right. That's absolutely possible.
0: Right. Because, yeah, because ju- just because you were scared doesn't mean you should have been scared. You You right. could be, you know you could be you could overreact to those things
1: sure yeah keep in mind that 25% includes guys who are lazy guys who are sloppy with their paperwork or whatever and and plenty of guys who just should not they don't have the temperament to be police officers i guess the
0: only point of that is you, a policeman saying I, I feared for my life is not enough you need to go beyond that cause just but it if, was legitimate yeah well that that yeah you it would be legitimate to have feared for your life in that situation right right yeah. Because otherwise, you could claim that all the time.
1: Well, right. And you could recklessly run into situations where you're suddenly overwhelmed and fear for your life and start shooting, um, where you shouldn't have rushed into that situation at all. I'm not saying that's the case here. Uh, it's a you know hypothetical. We're talking about principle here. But
0: Which one was the Matt Barnes clip? That's a former Sacramento Kings uh, NBA player. Uh, number 11. Isn't he the guy who tried to beat up
1: his former coach because he was... Getting with his wife, or was that a different guy? Yeah,
3: that's him. Okay. I mean, no, I he, knew
1: it was a journeyman power forward went after
3: Derek Fisher. Yes, yes, really, that was yeah, him. He was playing on the Knicks. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I remember that story. I mean, neither
1: like,
3: here nor there. He the like
0: halfway across the country to punch Derek Fisher? He <laughs> drove like two and a half, three hours or something like that to punch <laughs> Derek Fisher. But anyway, uh this this is his view of the whole thing.
1: These people are killing us and getting paid leave and then being acquitted. So, you know, why do other cops fear killing us? Because no one's being held accountable. Well, These- they ought to get acquitted if they're not guilty of anything, Matt. But if they are guilty, they should be convicted. But that's the key. That's I- the question.
0: I saw more of him uh, speaking on a stage on Saturday. I saw it on the news. And he's 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 definitely serious about it. Um, I just want to look at it from the angle of... We've got a pro- We've got a serious problem. If we have giant chunks of the country that believe the police get to go around shooting them because of their race, mm-hmm. and then they get off. I mean, we've got to find a way to correct that. Just saying oh, they're wrong is not gonna is not gonna work for us. We got to fix this somehow.
1: I don't know how. Right, right. You know, I have a story here somewhere. Can I find it real quickly? Um, there is a couple that lives right outside of Sacramento, as a matter of fact. God, I know I have it here somewhere. Yeah, here it is. Um, Citrus Heights, California, is uh, it's, uh, it might as well be Sacramento. It's a suburb. It's right next to the city. Um, and 20-year-old Hunter Todd, who'd survived heart surgery and five other operations by the time he was five years old, then clawed his way to a world-class ranking as a trail runner, an accomplished athlete in his teens, et cetera, et cetera, somehow ended up shot to death by Citrus Heist police. Um, They were responding to a report of a possible car burglary. Despite public record requests, a federal civil rights lawsuit, and an attempt by the Todd family lawyer to have the FBI investigate, it's still not at all clear what happened at 2 a.m. on January the 3rd of 2013 when this young white man was shot to death by the cops. He says he shot Todd in the back as a 135-pound young man lunged face first into his pickup truck to get a gun. No gun was ever found. His parents say he never owned one, uh, hmm, etc. That's et cetera. interesting. Um, you know, they sued the city and got a, a settlement and the rest of it. But this guy's, you know, as, as white as I am, and so are the parents. And
0: this certainly sounds like a story that if you, you change the races, it becomes a giant national story. Yeah.
1: Oh, it would have been unquestionably. But there's no narrative there that. Um, you know, young suburban white men are being gunned down by the police with impunity, although that, well, it's, you know, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. It may
0: have happened here, though. And, um, I mean, it's as, as good an opportunity for it to happen here as a lot of the stories that become marches all across the nation.
1: An opportunity for what? To For it, uh, to-,
0: for it to be police malfeasance. mm
1: Well, yeah, I don't I don't know how you could watch the video and think the videos and think that unless you think that, you know, here's one thing. If you have an unfair presumption about a certain sort of person, a black person, for instance, and you see a black guy in a backyard, you find that scarier and more threatening than a white guy. And maybe you're quicker to shoot. Absolutely a possibility. Well, now, what you do about that I don't know. is, uh, well, you have to have objective standards for shoot, don't shoot. That's really the only way to do it. But fear and, 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 you know, split-second perception plays a role and always will. So that's a hard nut to crack, man.
0: Boy, I'd say. Text line 415 kftc You're look- listening to, you're not looking at, the Armstrong and Getty Show.